Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torm, finding a mom-life balance. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the holiday prep pressure time. So, Meme, I was thinking about this as I was looking at our kids' uh, school breaks. And that always stresses me out because I am not in the education industry, so I do not get the same lengthy breaks for work. But thankfully, this year, I have a pretty nice uh, bank of PTO that I will have to use or lose. Um, That's great. Yeah, so it kind of worked out. But I still struggle. And I don't know, maybe other mamas, papas out there struggle with the same thing when you're not used to having that many days off and there's really nowhere to go because of the pandemic. Um, But the other part is like, we just have to get away from the needing to fill it. Like, I think you need to take maybe a, a day that your nanny is still there and it's like you and Steve can do something, you can do something on your own. Because um, even if it's not far, but it's just changing what the dynamic is, I think it can be helpful. Um, what I will say, I can thank your niece for distorting what my break feels like, because I used to just enjoy having absolutely nowhere to be and no one to serve cereal to in the morning or make Minnie Mouse pancakes on demand to over a break. So my school, I've always loved that they take a full week for Thanksgiving and then we have the holiday break. Don't hate me out there, mamas. <laughs> and, um, but it is different because I don't remember the last time I slept in. And it isn't because it, it, half of it is being woken up, but the other part is that my body is just not the same and I don't soundly sleep, even if she were to like spend the night at her grandmother's or, you know, always kind enough to like, take a hit on the weekends even though he only has the weekends <laughs> he'll take a hit and let me sleep in on a weekend morning pretty regularly he'll give me one of the two mornings where he like controls the madness um it just doesn't feel the same and that's the thing that I'm just like how do I get it back how do I get it back <laughs> like that <laughs> feeling of just resting so I would say try to find the thing you enjoy um if it's like a different place to like take a walk or go make a picnic for one, like right now, solitude, every space I'm in, every Zoom call, every icebreaker, everything's like getting you, what you get to know better about yourself. I'm like, that I like to be alone. <laughs> that solitude is essential. <laughs> You're crazy. I'm that person on every yeah, <laughs> as a mom, you'll never be alone again. So, Oh my goodness. Nope. Not alone, no break. Not with my thoughts. Nothing. Because it's if it's not them whining in your ear, it's your guilt and your to-do list and everything else in your mind. So I would say appreciate that you'll be able to have time off with them. 
so that you can, you know, do some activities, enjoy the holidays, have family, you know, either come by and like bunk out with you (laughs) or, um, but also like plan in those times for, for you and your partner to spend time. It definitely is difficult to go through time and just say like, exactly what did I do with my time off? Well, but it's so much better than not having it and having to juggle they're wanting your attention and you have to work or, you know, whatever it feels with the additional stuff for sure. So I definitely second the taking the time, finding something different to do with it, get some new puzzles, put them to bed on time and then get to stay up late and not feel the ache so much in the morning, whatever it takes. I'm telling you the silent one thirty at my house, it's the place to be. <laughs> Uh, well, I actually, I, it called me crazy, but I actually wrote up all my like, and they always make fun of me at work because they're like, oh my gosh, Athena just waits for like the one day that she decides that she's going to take PTO and she plans it out for like the next three months. So they get like a ridiculous amount of invites saying that I'm going to be out of the office, but it's all spread out, right? Because if I don't hit send now, I'll never leave. So I had actually written them all up on Friday and I was like, oh my gosh, can I really take that much time off for Thanksgiving? Like last year, I didn't even take off time for Thanksgiving or Christmas because of the type of work that I was doing. And I'm like, this year I can do it, but can I, can I do it? (laughs) So I woke up this morning, I got one email. I said, oh, I'm hitting send. (laughs) So I went for it. So we'll see how it goes. They posted tour drive. See if I make it through Thanksgiving. Um, with that many days off but as part of that it's like planning and I think that's the other stress with like taking time off for me like during this time is that I feel like I need to plan so like Thanksgiving planning like do I go to my in-laws or do I let everyone come here and if I let everyone come here can I give my husband the pep talk that he needs or you can stuff a turkey like so (laughs) it's just a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. Um, I would say let people come over. This is my plot for you. You let people come over and you let them entertain your kids and you like find times over that time to disappear. You're like, I will see you guys at lunchtime and turkey dinner. And then you take a pocket where it's like you're entertaining them and I'm somewhere else. <laughs> Especially if... Um, they come earlier than the holiday or stay after the holiday like yeah let them get that quality time with their other loved ones <laughs> oh yeah my ch- my children have already started advocating and getting their messages out there when are you coming mm-hmm. yeah, i i think also it's the it's supposed to be a memorable fun time there's so many times in the year that the schedule on my calendar it's like prep for fun plan ahead and make sure there's like activities and fun and as you all know very well at this point if you've been listening for a while event planning is not my favorite the pressure um the making making sure you know you've got all the all your bases covered it's not fun like I sit at the event feeling super drained and so it's somewhere finding the happy medium for me of what, what I want to do and what I absolutely don't want to do. I, like, 
I miss so much my 20s when I had like planned time to do absolutely nothing. <sighs> A foreign world to oh me. My goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't think I've ever had that season. I'm hoping retirement <laughs> looks like that. It sounds like retirement's supposed to look like that. Like yeah. do nothing because you could more times than not by the time you retire you physically but the can't truth is because you're such a hard worker you're gonna be one of those people that like has your schedule tr- through retirement i know I it's I don't sad know if i could i don't know if i could <laughs> teach you well enough how to do nothing i can't even give myself that much credit as an educator <laughs> that i can prep you for it i know, I know this crazy type a personality I, 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 t- I always think of the story of a colleague i had who would tell me that while she was watching movies, she would be like reorganizing a drawer, or, you know, sectioning her socks. And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, I just sit on my couch. I eat tacos. I drink a beer and I do nothing. I just watch whatever I'm watching. I do nothing. Yeah. And my dog lays next to me and does nothing right with me. Has like a perfect pose every evening to do nothing. So funny. I miss it so much. <laughs> so much. Uh, which brings me to the things that you have to keep in mind as it's leading up to it, right? Because you're juggling. Like, while I do have a break, there's things leading up to that break. And I always would tell the students, like, earn your break, earn your break. Um, and on the inside, I'm whimpering right along with them because I'm like, I just wanted to come. I wanted to be over. I want to be able to press pause on everything. Um, but it's like lining things up to know that you've, like, set up whatever you had to if it's emptying the inbox if it's setting the um preps or the meetings or the planning so that when you do jump like for the week of thanksgiving we're jumping back into gear pretty early in our second quarter of school um this year is all new things with events being virtual which feel doubly three times as draining um with planning and it's trying to do it well so that when you come back from that time, you're not, first, you're not working while you're on the break because that, you know, I'm in a school where we have email and cell phones that the kids can reach us all the time um, so that you don't have that lingering, nagging feeling. But then when you jump back in, it's productive. And then you can pause again if it's like a holiday break or if it's an extended vacation for the holidays. Um, That is extra pressure, right? So you're already getting through a quarter of the school year and you're ready you've earned it you're like it's I can see it but you also have to put your ducks in a row as exhausted as you are spent or that your mind is split on the holidays or if you um have events for family other than the holidays like if birthdays or other things are going on celebrations like these strange people who want to like get married or do different things around these times of year I don't get those people at all um it just feels like more and more and more until you get to the finish line. And so it's like doing that well. It's almost like you f- feel this um, pressure to make sure you're maneuvering all of it so well so that you can get to that point. And I think that is what can be such a, a drain of the joy that the season is supposed to bring or the reflection you're supposed to have. Um, it's just feeling that so much is going on to be able to get to it right whatever that means right yeah to have like the perfect thanksgiving even though i i have to say i was quite surprised this weekend talking to talking to sasha who's off at college and he's like mom 
kids were talking about like their Thanksgivings and he's like and they're like don't you have stories like this he's like no my family does not bicker on Thanksgiving like no my Thanksgivings are not that stressful <laughs> and that chaotic he's like actually they're quite calm and memorable he's like we've done like Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City we have family over we like each other <laughs> Yeah, he's that kid. He's the one kid on campus that doesn't have traumatic memories that end in tears and people storming out. Yeah. We all have to admit we're all gearing up and planning and strategically plotting to be in the same place with people who probably bring up all sorts of additional anxiety or push our buttons. We love them. We wouldn't do it any other way, but we all plan to be around the people who probably trigger us <laughs> the most. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't until he said that this weekend that I was like, oh yeah, I didn't pass on that part of Thanksgiving that I grew up <laughs> But we do have the candied yams, you know? <laughs> the candy mm-hmm. yams and the awesome mashed potatoes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I just couldn't understand what they were talking about. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I was like, oh, I hope he can keep that. Calm. He can keep breaking that chain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> keep keep breaking the cycle. So, don't let the stress squash the fun. Um, is what I typically aim for with Thanksgiving, and usually, like, and holidays. Usually, we stay home for them, and everyone comes here, and we have a good time. So, I'm gonna try, and with more time off, I would think that would be a little bit easier. Um, this year so we'll see how that goes yeah and I would say you know I don't ever want to be the Debbie Downer um so if you're feeling all those stressors anxieties things pulling you I would just kind of keep it manageable um I recently I've been brain dumping on a whiteboard just not to forget things I'm one of those people like has it on my calendar puts it in a planner puts it on a board because I need to remember things often and circulate through my mind everything I have to do or the things I have to keep in mind or the projects that are ongoing and I think finding some sort of system that is if it's that quiet time late when everyone in your home is asleep if it's early in the morning but doing a dump or doing a priorities of like whatever if it's your to-do list if it's someplace physically that you have to look at it if it's um, post-its on your mirror like something that makes you kind of release so that you can separate from the to-do and the pressure and feeling like it has to be perfect or that you're juggling too much so that you can really take this time of year um, similar to a previous episode where we were talking about vision boards and end of year and reflecting make it what is the most important to you if it's about time with your family if it is about regrouping time for yourself we know these are trying times not sure if people will be able to travel if you'll be able to be close to your loved ones but do what you can to make it memorable and special for you and your family so that you can feel whole once the season is over so Torn Tribe share with us how you're prepping for the holidays how you're dealing with the pressure that the holidays may bring getting the right gift 
saying the right thing, bringing the right, not burning the turkey, um, <laughs> you know, all those awesome things that come with and getting the holiday. real cranberry sauce, whatever <laughs> people are into, because I don't eat cranberry sauce, but I know it's really important. Yeah, <laughs> not out of the can. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, share with us. And so now for our favorite part of the show, the mend. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. What's mending you mean? I don't really know. Um, I was sharing with my student advisory that I've been like doing my face. Like I've been putting on makeup, even though I'm not going anywhere. Um, so I would say a combination of getting to do that. And then I bought a tripod and like a selfie light to try to play with the idea of us, the Yes Torn Tribe, doing some lives and connecting with you. So I've been playing with that. And so it's been making me think more about what I present on Zoom. And I probably haven't been thinking about it too much. <laughs> so I guess I'm in the stage where I'm like, hmm, let's make sure we don't keep ruining your reputation with your colleagues um and looking <laughs> it I know, can't. like i always say i have raccoon eyes and they have not been spared the raccoon eyes over the <laughs> so well it can't be better than what i saw today <laughs> you want to hear what i saw today with video of share course. Of course. 8 a.m call 8 a.m call people 8 a.m call first call of the day the woman decides to video share, forgets that she changed her camera, <laughs> and we are seeing her partner on the couch in his underwear. And we're also seeing him for a good five minutes before he realizes he's on camera, gets up and flees the scene. So helping us to see more of him up closer, because of course he had to come towards the camera to get out of the camera. <laughs> Oh, that's classic. Yeah, yeah I haven't had any so of we... oh, Let's not put it in the universe. I have not had any of those embarrassing situations. I want to keep my job. Blurry background, people. Blurry background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so crazy. Yes. But, yeah, so my makeup, like, getting that time to, like, make myself up and um, playing with some new gadgets to have that perfect appearance no oh, that's always perfect fun. Lighting. yeah that's always mm-hmm. fun it's like playing tv yeah. um well my mend and i'm so excited to share this so i'm gonna drop a plug for poets in uh in autumn pia people pia um <laughs> They the poetry it was a spoken word poetry event and it's a faith-based um, Christian productions like Kingdom Production is named the, the company that runs it but they they go and they like hear a whole bunch of different poets and they select a couple to do like a show and so because of the pandemic Fortunately, this year, the show was virtual, and so it ended up being two two days, like two half days of poetry, and oh my, oh my, <laughs> it just lit a fire in me. 
words are so powerful and when and just put in the hands of people that understand how powerful they are and how to put them like in the right order to convey a message it was just and you kept getting hit by like it just kept getting better and better as the program went on I'm like, man, how how do these people do it? But it just reminded me of like Toni Morrison in her documentary about herself. She talks about the first time that she um, realized the power words, which sparked in her to want to become a writer. And it was seeing some sidewalk chalk and there was a curse word on the floor and her mom just got really upset and like Toni Morrison did it read the word, but she didn't really know what the word meant, but because of the way her mom responded to it emotionally, she was able to put it into context. And so just seeing that the power of words and it could just be one word. Right. And, um, and I, I just thought it was beautiful. So, and, and it was awesome to hear like two of my favorite artists that performed they had like uh, their own little segment where they were just telling you about themselves. And it was just nice to hear that one of like their favorite writer, it was Toni Morrison. I'm like, Oh my gosh, if I were to meet you in person, I promise you be friends because I'm like, yes, she's amazing with words. Of course you would inspire people to write. Um, And just hearing how they came into poetry and, how they realized that they were poets was just really profound and realizing that we all could be poets. We all can't be good poets, but we can all be poets, but just being more conscious. Yeah. We're all creators and just being more conscious of the words that we speak. Right. And the way words impact us and just being more conscious of that so that we can show more love rather than tearing down with words. So, and the other reason it was my mend is because it was actually something that I had, it was like a date night for me and Steve. Um, the boys were downstairs cause it was like from the afternoon into the evening. And so they were downstairs doing their toy story thing. And we were upstairs actually being able to enjoy, um, each other's company. And that was the other awesome thing about this event that it was all done by couples and they have they share the same passion, right? So one artist actually wrote an entire album and her husband, um, and she's a singer and she sings the entire thing. And her husband is a writer and a pastor and he actually created a devotional that accompanies his wife's album. So it was just awesome to see that although I did not know going into it when I had planned it to be a date night, that it was really encouraging for couples. And there was one game that they promoted that I need to get. Um, and I'll tell you about it because it, it's called Ignite. And mm. it, you play, the game is really funny because they actually played a little bit. They had a couple play it on the show. And you just ask each other like really silly questions um, or really serious questions like, um, what is it that you like the most about me or what's one area that you think I can improve on? So it's all for couples, but it's created by the Poets in Autumn, um, Poetry in Autumn group. So PIA and it's called Ignite. So 
I'm looking forward to getting that. So there goes a plug for the holidays. You want an awesome gift for a couple? There you go. Nice. And I would also say you're just demonstrating what are the things that could get us through this grind, through the holidays, the rough patch, is finding those things that pour into you, that light, that passion that made you feel alive, make you feel connected to others. And so I hope, Torn Tribe, that this was helpful. And please connect with us, share your anecdotes, your feedback, funny stories, things your kids do, hopefully not embarrassing zoom stories and reach us at torn mlb we're also on instagram facebook and twitter at torn mlb thanks for joining choose grace when you feel torn choose Choose grace. grace